Today on the show, we are celebrating five years of traveling with the mouse. Welcome, everyone, to episode number 368 of Traveling with the Mouse. My name is Adam, and I am joined today, of course, by the OG himself, John. We're not gonna make it. We're not gonna make it. We We made made it it to five years. Yes, there we go. We made it. Yeah, we are the original crew. I guess we could say that. We should probably really say that near the end of the show because, you know, it's like, we're not going to make it, and then it's over, you know. No. Anyway. I did listen to some of our first episode yes. from five years ago. Which started the same way this episode started, just yeah. you and I, me and you. It was August the 2nd, 2017. Or should I have said you and me, me and you? You and I, you and I. <laughs> just the two of us. That's how it, how it went. We didn't have an intro. We didn't have our tagline. We didn't have like our merch. We didn't have a YouTube channel or any of the other. We did have our email address. So yes, we're just gonna post this show and post post <laughs> this show in the show notes. Post yes. show show notes anyway, and see the evolution of traveling with the mouse. Yeah. <laughs> it's a shell of its uh, what it is now. I mean, it's, it's a shell. It's a shell of its former self. What? <laughs> Wait, did I say that wrong? Strike that. Reverse it. No, it's become way more than than what it started out as. But right, right. I guess I would like to think that our camaraderie is the initial attraction, not not just the subject matter. Yeah, you know what I mean. We have good banter. That's what people stick around for. Yeah, yeah I, I think that's what keeps people coming back for more. Yeah, and we don't talk over each other at all. Yeah, and you right, know, we never talk over each other. As an as oh, an early as an early. <laughs> 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 As an early uh, comment suggested, yeah. that John guy is hilarious, or something That's like right. that. I forgot what it really said. <laughs> I think it. I think it was like great show, guys. That John guy is awesome, or something like that. That was our yeah. first review, and that was. And it was not by me. I right. know somebody accused me of that, but it was not well, by me. Yeah, I one promise. of our reviews talks about a certain guest host that shall remain nameless, but I think it came from that person. Yeah, I, I got a pretty good idea since it was like his same like right. iTunes handle, I think, and everything, if I'm not mistaken. Anyway, one of the first things we did talk about was our first trips to Disney World. I thought that might be interesting to revisit. I, I, so we'll do it two ways. The first trip we ever did physically as a person, and then the first trip that we did that we remember, probably. So when was your first trip ever? Well... I think you already know this. We discussed this, didn't we? I don't know. I'm just uh, asking. We may have we may have said it on episode one. We did. That's why you was... are talking about my first Disney World trip, right? Not not Correct. like uh, my first trip. It was like eighty um, something, eighty one maybe, eighty. As I've said before, my first one was actually in utero. Oh yes, yes, yes. I think I was actually conceived at Disney World. Right? You mentioned like, that too. You think so? By midi chlorians. Yes. Once I was yeah. there, I just, you know, just You were to... near the site that would one day become Galaxy's Edge, and then you were <laughs> yeah. formed. Yeah, the midi-chlorians formed me. So, the first time I actually remember going, though, was 92. First time I went physically was 87. May have been 85, technically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but... well, I know for a fact you were there in May, June, probably June. 
I think it, yeah, it had to have been June of yeah. uh, 87 because it was after James's kindergarten graduation, so it had to be June. Yep, we have video of that one. But I don't yeah. remember anything about that. I do remember... Well, actually, I, I think I do remember 89 because I do remember going to the studios. You I actually remember, remember of, as in you have memories that you... Yeah, there's certain memories hmm. I have that had to have been 89, like Herbie in the driveway. Oh, I remember that very well. Really? I'm surprised you remember that because you would have I remember been... Catastrophe Canyon just because it was scary. What, at that point, three? I feel like we saw a kill boat. Was that right? Was there a kill boat on the backlot tour? I think there was one, but maybe some of these memories are more or from the video. For you from the video, yeah. It could be tied to it, but I feel like I have a first person view of certain things. I remember having a nightmare after the great movie ride, like as I mentioned earlier, I think. <laughs> I don't know if I mentioned it on the show because of the alien scene. And I had yeah, also already previously had a nightmare on for the movie Aliens when I was that age. I remember one of those trips, probably 89 most likely, having something from Captain Cook's with Meemaw. And she was dipping her fries in both ketchup and mustard. And I tried it. And I have kind of one of the things, one of my things ever since then, I guess, is to do both or, or just mustard really? because... I guess that's really where my I guess I could originate that back to my love of mustard. I would prefer mustard over I would over ketchup as a condiment. Mm-hmm. I prefer mayonnaise. You prefer mayonnaise as a French. condiment? I'll dip ah. my fries in there. No, I don't. Well, usually if I get something like a burger from Wendy's or something, I usually get all three. Yeah, I'd rather have mayonnaise than not have mayonnaise. If it was just ketchup and mustard, I wouldn't do it anymore. I have to have mayonnaise on it. And the one condiment I cannot do without is the mustard. I can do without the other two. Mustard is the main condiment for me. Do you prefer Dijon mustard or just yellow mustard? I, or I, like- I know that I prefer a brand mustard over the Walmart stuff. I know that because I've, I've tasted a definite difference there. <laughs> what, what about like deli mustard or whatever you call it? Dijon? What? No. no oh, Dijon. I know what you're talking about. Eh. Is it brown mustard, I guess, would be more deli mustard? maybe. I, I like that, too. All mustards. I think my favorite brand of mustard, though, is French's. Oh, yeah, okay. Which yeah, I like classic. Heinz, too, but, yeah. All right, we're way off topic again. Well, you know. <laughs> Something else we talked about in that first episode. Of course, D23 just happened. Galaxy's Edge was announced. This was 2017, as I mentioned, five years ago. We talked some about the Star Cruiser... <laughs> Which is funny because that just came to fruition. <laughs> right. And yeah, it was yeah. announced in 2017. Right. I know we talked about how, like, ooh, maybe like on Millennium Falcon, the things that you do would follow you around. And it's like, well, not really. Okay. Like you, you know what I mean? Well, there's like a lot could, of things that got cut short, did it not? I mean, yeah. We were thinking we would have Roman droids. Yes. We have the closest thing to Roman droids in Epcot with ICANN. Right. Or in that exactly. way, exactly. Yeah, something yeah. like that. I wish there was some gonk droids just walking around. That would be fun. Uh, I wonder well, if they didn't. You know, the concept didn't entirely develop in time for Galaxy's Edge, and maybe that is what they're using over there in Epcot. And they just have the one, and they can get away with it yeah. because they don't have to have like a ton of free roaming droids, and it's not near as expensive. You know what I mean? If that's the case, I mean, if they could get a bunch of robots just like that or similar to that over in Galaxy's Edge, it would work. Yeah. I don't know why you can't do that. I get, Do they cost. think it's too crowded? I think part of it's cost. I'm sure that one robot's got to be expensive. 
but like a gonk droid, you could have like a person in the costume, you know? Yeah, I guess. You have to have oh. someone really Is there short a person there. in that one? I don't think there is. I think it's kind of like the trash can. I bet it was a person in the original Star Wars. <laughs> I can guarantee it was probably. No, I'm talking about Kenny the Baker. I can. Well, yeah, I might. I don't know. I don't. Know I don't think that's person. a real person. I think I that's think so. an actual robot. Possibly. I think it's similar to the. Someone controlling the, them. The trash site. can. Yeah, I think it's similar to the trash can in Tomorrowland. What was the trash can called? Push. Right, which is I back, by the way. Push. Did you see that? The, or the no, electric umbrella yet. one. I saw somebody post that. I think it was Blog Mickey. But, oh, yeah, yeah, it was the, so popular back in the day, it would be fitting. It's back at Epcot, but I forgot where they put it. It's not. Why is it at Epcot? Uh, it was originally in Tomorrowland. Well, I'm talking. Well, the one. it was There was one most recently at Electric Umbrella until it closed. That's where there was a talking trash can. But now it's back somewhere at Epcot, but I don't think it's at Connections. I could be wrong. I never anyway. saw this. I never saw an electric umbrella, though. Yeah. That would have been fitting. Would have been. All right. Another thing we talked about at the uh, end was: Do we? Uh, we talked about Galaxy's Edge being a answer to, you know, Harry Potter. Five years later, now that it's actually open and post-COVID world, do we think that it's better than? Wizarding World? I've never been because I don't like Universal, so. I've never been because I don't like Universal. I mean, it's like saying you haven't even given it a try, so you don't like it automatically. I know I hate Comcast with a passion. Guess who owns Universal? Well, you've had your issues with Comcast, yes. Mm -hmm. I don't want to give them another cent of my money. Right, okay. So if somebody else buys them, I'll go. (laughs) You're just using that as an excuse. Pretty much. Cause that's, a, that's an NBC Universal. You like you like The Office. Mm, yeah, uh-huh. but that was that was how many years ago now? Yeah, like, it's I'm still it's a, it's a Universal product. There's I'm sure there's other Universal Friends. Yeah, I don't watch. I haven't watched that in years. I don't watch The Office like James does. That's for Yo, sure. It's on NBC. Yeah, I used to watch those shows, but that was like t- 15 years ago. <laughs> you could pretty much say that about every show. You don't watch any current shows. <laughs> what do you watch currently? Nothing. <laughs> see, there you go. Because I am old and have no time. Speaking of watching, as of yesterday, and I still haven't seen it yet, Lightyear's on Disney+, Plus, Maybe but I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, I haven't yeah. watched it either. Yeah. I did watch Jurassic uh, World Dominion. Oh, speaking of Universal, yeah, great segue. <laughs> well, we're also yeah. talking about movies, but I did watch Jurassic World Dominion. I kind of want to see that one. Which I thought it was, you know, you know, critics always dog this stuff. but For free. I still thought it was pretty good. Uh, I it's, think you would really enjoy the original cast, like some of the, especially the Ian Malcolm lines right. <laughs> that are interjected. If, if you buy my ticket, I'll watch it. If I buy your ticket? Right, because I'm not giving Universal another dime. As I said, well, Comcast. I, I actually got it on Prime, so I, is there a way I can share it with you? I don't guess there is. Cause there, I'm just wondering if there's a way you can share something you've already bought. <laughs> probably not, because I would have to have your credentials to watch it, probably. I could loan you my credentials? Yeah, not like everybody doesn't already do that in some way. Right, people are all using the same Prime. So anyway, do we think Galaxy's Edge is great? I'll put it that way, after seeing it. I tell you what, whenever I first went there, I actually enjoyed, I mean, the attractions were okay. Um, I mean, we had Smuggler's Run, which was neat for what it was. The neatest thing about it was the fact that you were in the Millennium Falcon, let's be honest. Yeah. As far as the attraction itself, I mean, it's... Just another version of Star Tours, really, like a more a slight, yeah. slightly more advanced. Yeah, it can decent. be fun. Still, I mean, it was. I mean, 
again, they've tried to, with the different positions, tried to make it, you know, more rewritable, but after you've done it, say, a half dozen times, you've probably done most of the positions. Right. So I would say my biggest thing about that is the whole right pilot, left pilot thing where, oh, you go up and down and you left, right, like, nah, that's not how you fly the Falcon. (laughs) That's that's just giving everybody something to do. Then the other two positions. Pilots. (laughs) Right. Not pilot and co-pilot. The gunners are okay. You just hold the button down literally the entire time to shoot. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah, the most okay. fun I've had doing it was engineer, actually. I mean, really? I kind of like to prepare. I mean, things. the only thing I liked about engineer was you get to look around more because I'm not pushing buttons all the time. I'm looking around like, oh, this is cool. Well, I felt like I was doing more as an engineer. I mean, I say that because every time something needed repaired, I had to push up, you know, I had to pay attention. Yeah. To one All you're repaired. doing is pushing the same button over and over on the side. It's like, man, it's not great. But yeah, if you're a gunner, I mean, you're especially if you put the auto, what is it, auto sight on or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, you're really you're literally just pushing buttons in. But it also is the most optimal way to score points. But right. <laughs> but yeah, <sighs> I don't know. It's an okay attraction, like you said. I do wish there were different missions you could do. Wish they might integrate to it. Yeah, they could eventually which i thought they were hinting at i need to go back and look at some of the d23 back five years ago and see because it seemed like they made you think there were multiple missions you could do on smugglers well it's supposed to affect your storyline on on uh, the star cruiser right i mean isn't it the way it's designed now but nobody talks about the star cruiser anymore i've I've literally seen nobody talking about the star cruiser (laughs) yeah already which is another interesting point about Galaxy's Edge. It was it has that wow factor the first time, but after you've gone and done things several times, you kind of, mm-hmm. eh, it's cool, but, like, for me, I've done, you know, Rise of the Resistance probably ten times at least, and, you know, it's fine. Well, see, that's one not. thing you've got that a lot of people don't. You've ridden, I mean, the fact that you don't even live there and you've ridden it ten times. I mean, right. not everybody can say that. I mean, right. That's true. We've talked about this. They are definitely making these things for the one-timer or the once-every-few-years kind of right. visitor yes. guest. Yeah, that's what they want. The repeat guests are the ones that complain about everything because <laughs> we see it. We see the flaws because we're there well, more. But yeah, I guess I complain about some things that I haven't even done. Like I don't think I'm going to be big on the Magic Band Plus, which we talked about. We talked last week. Yeah, last week. I'll probably still get one just for the heck of it. But by the way, some of the reports I've seen in a week's time since then, yeah, suggest that the battery life is just slightly over two hours. So yeah, I've heard even say if you've that. got it fully charged, you're probably going to need to bring more charging capabilities with you if you don't already. Yeah. But you're going to make sure you have to bring enough charging capabilities because what if you're just planning on you know charging your phone once or twice? You know, especially if you're going to be there all day. Right. How can they not have a battery that lasts better? <laughs> What's funny to me is if that that only lasts about two hours, it's been said that the Bounty Hunter game could be up to a total of like six hours if you did it from start to finish. Yeah. <laughs> so you couldn't even finish the whole, that game on well, one charge. You'd have to almost charge the thing three times if that's the case. Yeah. Wait, Disney World is six-part how-to video series explaining how Genie, Genie Plus, and Lightning Lane work. Oh, really? No, you just came across that? Yeah, I, just, I was looking at different stories and see that. 
Are they posting this online? Disney themselves? Yeah, it looks like they're... I don't know where you see these videos. Hmm. Interesting. I'll have to look at those later. Going back to the Galaxy's Edge thing, though, I think it's... The more I go, the more it's like, yeah, okay, it's okay. So maybe that's the... That repeat thing. I still love... What I like more than anything now is taking people who haven't been there before or going yeah. with somebody and then you kind of... The reveal of the Falcon, for example, is really cool. It's it's impressive when you see it up close. Oh, yes. I mean, I, I still like seeing it in person. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love it. The food is underwhelming. The drinks at Oga's are overpriced and overhyped. But it's like it's still a cool, fun thing to do. Like I would go if I was bringing somebody... But it's like, I'm not going to just go hang out there myself because they're, they're trying to capitalize on the Star right. Wars by overcharging, like way overcharging for mediocre uh, drinks and such. Of course. And the food. And the food is okay. They had to change yeah. the names back to things that made people sense actually to people. Recognize. <laughs> I don't know. What, that's what, what is a tip-yip? Right, right. Oh, it's fried chicken. And the question is, how much did that truly help? I mean... I don't, I don't know. Docking Bay 7 is just meh. And it's not. When know. I think of. Here's where I want to. I want to. I like. If, I, if I'm planning it out, right? Yeah. When I want to go get something to eat, it's not one of the first places I think of when it comes to food. It's not Galaxy's Edge. No. Yeah. Not at all. And the marketplace to me is underwhelming because they made it st- super small. Like, this is Disney World. You didn't expect a million people to show up, and it's like nobody can fit in these tiny stores. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The market yeah, area, it's like, what is, why? Why did you design it that way? Like, I get that it looks Star Warsy and it's awesome, mm-hmm. but I can't fit in the store. <laughs> There's like 100 people in there, and right. I can't see what I'm doing. It's like, and during COVID, you had to wait in a super long line, mm-hmm. to be, and they let like three people in a store at a time. It's like, oh my gosh, I can't even I can't even move around in here, so how am I going to see anything? I think I had to wait in a line the first time. Like, you had to reserve a time, wasn't it? Yeah, for, are you still, I think, do you still have to reserve a time for building a droid? I know you used to. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because you still have to question. for a lightsaber, right? So, right. I just yes. haven't looked at that in a long time to right. try and, I mean, I haven't, it hasn't grabbed my attention to do so, so. Yeah. And again, it's like I did this. I did the lightsaber thing once. That was awesome. You did the build a droid. It's cool, but it's like I don't want to do this often. Right. Right. Exactly. You know, it's like I'm not going to come back for this every right. time. Uh, pretty soon, the audience is going to be played because they're going to have sold enough of them. Yeah. That it's going to be mostly just fanboys at that point, which is not going to be enough. Let's be honest to sustain. Yeah, not enough. Steadily, probably, going in there. Because here we are, we're going into, next month will be the three years since it opened. And some of that was interrupted by COVID. So there's still a lot of people that haven't been able to do what they want to do. A lot are probably coming this year because of the 50th. What's going to happen after that? Who knows? Exactly. Speaking of, that's a good segue into talking a little bit about D23 this year. It is probably the least talked about D23 I've I've heard of because nobody yeah. has any idea of what they're going to park talk about in the parks. Right, right. There's not a whole lot of buzz surrounding it just because it's not really known what can they possibly tell us? What are they possibly going to announce? Right. They haven't even finished the stuff they announced the previous times, right? So, yeah. 
Right. We're still kind of on the, what is it, 2019 was the last one? When was it they announced? Or was was it it they announced? It might have been, but when was it they announced the cruise ships? One of those has come to fruition, just barely. I think it was the 2017 one, right? See? And at that time, they named two, and they were like, oh, no, we're going to give three. Right. Not just two, we're going to go with three. Right. And now the next one is still on schedule to be in 2024, I do believe. Yeah. After that, who knows? Right. We'll find out. But one of the things I feel certain we'll get out of this, I mean, again, this is, I, I don't know, but I'm hoping we'll get is the opening date for Tron and the railroad, maybe. I, I don't know if they'll mention that, but Tron for sure. Don't you think well, we'll get an opening date? If Tron's going to have the capability of being open, then the railroad will already be open. Yes. I mean, But no would way. they announce that at D23? Like, the railroad. I know everyone's here to hear about when is the railroad it'll, open? It'll probably be kind of like a side note. It's like when Tron opens, it's like the railroad will be open, da-da-da-da, before it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It'd probably be a side note. But it would be mentioned because it's been affected by it, I feel like. so. It's kind of sad if the railroad is not open at all for the 50th <laughs> some. Yeah, really. Right. But I feel like that, I mean, opening date makes sense. What is D23 is a month from now, I think. There's, so. there's still some people that think there's a possibility Tron might make it before the end of the year. It's yeah. questionable. I've heard. like, I, It's still possible. I, th- I think if it is at this point, it would be very late in the year. I forgot my original August, prediction. Yeah. I think I said sometime in the fall, but... I, I honestly, I think I'm going to push it to like just before Christmas. Like maybe they're hoping to use it for the Christmas crowd. So let's say like December 1st. Yeah. Well, the last time we did a prediction on this, I think we all said next year. I think we said next spring. Well, James, I know James did. He said like next summer I, or something like that. I said I Memorial Day. Yeah, maybe. I don't they know. They usually try to have an attraction before spring break or something like that, the way it's been working lately. Uh, and two, I don't know. Maybe they're, maybe they're lagging some of these things to try and, in a way, be similar to, say, Universal had promised one a year for, and they've delivered for however many years it's been now. But that was their plan from the get-go. I don't think that was Disney's plan from the get-go, unless they were just trying to match, and yeah. it didn't work out. They were Actually, they were trying to get way too much accomplished before the 50th in such a short window, I think. Yeah. I feel like that will be the big announcement. One of the big announcements will be Tron opening date. I think they'll talk about Polynesian um, Tower, DVC Tower. Right. They'll probably give a timeline for that. And maybe some more concept art. I feel like like Woody's barbecue, like, why would they, like, that's well, not a They've got to give thing. an update, though. They I might mean, say, like, an opening date for this, but it, it, will, it might be part of it, but that's... That's not something big that anybody wants to hear about. I guess the real question is, are they going to blow us away with anything, right? Yes, right. Like is there going to be anything? Could there be something under wraps that we've never heard of before that this is the first time we hear of it? It sounds to me like we're all we're going to get is updates on everything we already know about. Yeah. I mean, Including, like what I just said, the, the status of the third, or excuse me, the second of the three cruise ships yeah. that we're doing. That will be, I'm sure that will be part of it as well. Mm-hmm. Disneyland, I, they, I assume over in you know Paris, they're doing expansions. Shanghai is doing stuff. 
So it's, that'll probably be part of it as well. When you not think, to mention not that, have you heard of any new attractions for Shanghai in a while? I don't recall any being announced. Aren't they building a Zootopia Land or something? Is that Shanghai? Okay, yeah, that's it? right. Zootopia. I think that. Yeah. It, well, is that Shanghai? Well, the good news is Josh tomorrow is going to be doing the presentation Sunday, September eleventh at ten thirty yeah. in the morning. That's his job. I mean, it was Chapek's job when he was in his position. <laughs> of course, but I'm just saying. Yeah. It you know Josh has some personality, so it'll be interesting to hear him talk about it versus JPEG. Uh, but Iger did the announcement for like Galaxy's Edge and stuff, didn't he? Like he did a few. I remember hearing him talk about it. Well, yeah, he was really banking on that one. That was one of his last big hurrahs. Right. We're not just building one of them; we're building two. Remember him saying that. What else? I- I mean, are we going to hear that Mary Poppins is coming back or Reflection? I doubt it, right? Those Reflection. Be the mm. resort. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like no, I don't think that's happened. And Rehab Center. No, I think they've okay. put whatever funds they were putting into that. They're taking it and focused on Polly Tower. Here's one that might. What about the giant hole in Dino Land? Are they going to announce something about that? Like, we're that's a be good doing point. Something? You know, I wish I had it pulled together. There was something I came across, and I can't remember what it was, about a project for that land that was originally supposed to happen. I think I mentioned this on another show that way, too, and I still haven't looked it up. <laughs> Probably. About what was the original plan was for that area before they decided to make it, you know, the... the dinosaur? You the, mean the Dinorama area or whatever? Yes, before it. they made it that. Before they just, you the, know, did the cheap <laughs> option. <laughs> Pretty much. cheap, off the shelf, <laughs> tacky yeah. option. Yes. Yeah. Before yeah. They went that route. Cool. Yeah. Not cool. Yeah. Again, I know one of the rumors is Indiana Jones Land, but I think people make that rumor because dinosaur could easily be just re- well, not easily, but it could be rethemed to a indie the indie ride in California. The only reason people make that comparison is because they know the track is the same, which is not a good reason to do it. No. But they could, if they had to, they could retheme it, and then... That would have been saying, like, oh, well, you know what? That's a good reason to make Toad poo, but uh, fortunately they already have poo. They just put it where the country bears used to be. Right. If they did make it Indie Land, the Boneyard could be, like... Where Indy goes and finds Tannis, <laughs> or where the Ark is. So you could, so, like, have the mat room that you could do. <laughs> so if the kids actually find the Ark, do they uh, do their faces melt when they uh, try to open it? If they open it, yeah. First, got to get through the snakes, but, you know, asps, you know. We can incorporate real asps. Yeah. Like, if you actually find it in the land, and you excavate it, and you open it, you have to go down into the snake pit. Well, it is Animal Kingdom. They should be real asps. Yeah. <laughs> you could have lots of them. Very dangerous. <laughs> you go first. And then you go down in there, and it's actually just a snake museum, like a snake exhibit. That's what you do. Ah, you have to, I see. But you have to rappel down there to get to it. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound like the uh, current guest. Idea of fun. Yeah. As soon as you get to the bottom, there's a cobra. Behind glass that you can actually see if you really look close <laughs> in the movie. Until the newest version where they airbrushed it out. But Oh, yeah, yeah. 
the original VHS and there were DVD versions. You could see it. I will say this, though. The way they did it, it's not something you think about or really notice unless you're looking for it. So they did do it well, even yeah. originally. Yeah, in the original, the reflection was very faint, but that was back when we looked for movie faults on IMDb right. all the time. <laughs> right. <laughs> Things that we were, were in the shot that weren't supposed to be that nobody really noticed or was not that noticeable. Camera crew was in the shot for a half second, but yeah. <laughs> you would never know until you got a DVD player and you could pause it. Yeah. Yeah. VHS, when you pause it, it would like look all blurry and crazy, right? Right. Couldn't pause it. Anyway, this is going off the rails again off the rails just like the Walt Disney World Railroad <laughs> yeah currently well, off the rails actually it's on the track isn't it just in a different spot sitting in isn't it sitting in um, Toontown now what the railroad the the cars isn't it sitting where's Toontown I mean not Toontown you know what I mean the fan, that's what it used to be it was Toontown the Fantasyland yeah the, the Fantasyland station excuse me I don't me. think the train is sitting there but they I thought it was it was at one point, but they redid that section of track, too. Hmm. Okay. Anyway, I don't know. What was I going to say about that? I'm sorry. I I oh, I was going to say, speaking of runaway railways. Railways? Rail, rail, I was going to say railroads, but railways. Mm-hmm. That's yes. probably, they may give an opening date for that one out in California or talk more about it. That's possible. It's rumored they're going to have a different scene or an extra scene or something different than the Florida version. So that would be fun. Here's a big announcement. They're going to finally announce a new country at Epcot. <laughs> <laughs> we thought that would be... I remember the last E23. That was a big rumor that didn't happen. Yes, it's going to be Russia. Yeah, that'll be it. That'll be the one. <laughs> Actually, they uh, they were talking about Russia back in the early '90s. They had like promos out and everything, but that's another one that didn't. There was make another, it. there was a ton of countries that they potentially were going to put there, right? Well, like Russia for instance, one of them. The pavilion that eventually became Norway was going to be a. Um, oh gosh, how did they put it? It was going to combine several countries instead of just Norway, but Norway ended up being the one sponsoring it when it was all said and done. But. Well, let's see. That would be a big announcement, though, if they did a a new country to Epcot, but if they announced anything coming to World Showcase like that would be interesting, but yeah, I can't well, I know, think of what it would be. I know they at one time were hoping, I think, based on that little area that looks like the African outpost, they had probably hoped on doing some African country at some point. Well, anyway, I mean, we have no indication that anything new is coming <laughs> so it's hard to speculate but that area in animal kingdom would make sense i think they would give another epcot update and let's see if anything's changing besides what they've already kind of announced yeah epcot just needs to get finished it doesn't yeah. need to announce anything else at the moment but i wonder if the construction pit slash journey of water they may give an update on that or an opening date I don't know. Uh, Play Pavilion, maybe that's something that yeah. could be brought up again. Because they are talking about, they have sort of brought it back up into, I think mm-hmm. there's permits filed, right, for that. I, so feel like, I feel like they might would benefit from doing, um, benefit, benefit from doing something with a gaming company, like I said, because, you know, Universal has the whole Nintendo land coming up 
if they're going to do a play pavilion, they would benefit from partnering with. Yeah. But who? But who out there is like like yeah. we discussed? Who has the characters? Right. Unless you can do something with Sega character wise, because they still use their characters, even though the gaming system itself is kaput. But it did right. generate some characters that obviously yeah. people still use. Sonic, for instance. So. Right. Yeah, and Sonic has those movies. Who who made the Sonic movies? Let's see. I think we said Paramount. Right, it was Paramount. And yeah, we're rehashing an old conversation. Yes. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah but so I mean, we, that's just one of the things that we're... Well, the only reason why we're bringing it up again is because of D23 and what they could yeah. talk about, though. So. What they might. That's a potential for Epcot. Potential is the play pavilion. Right. That would actually make sense because we haven't heard anything from that in forever, yeah. and we assumed it was canceled, but then it's like, no, it's still happening, and... The but, Spaceship Earth overhaul, maybe. I mean, that's mm-hmm. been, we know that's been put on hold. It didn't say it was canceled, right? Right. They specifically said this one is not canceled. It's on hold. Mm-hmm. They, Which was so, a smart thing to do because they were getting ready to close Spaceship right. Earth, I think. And where, that would have been right. a disaster. But whereas Mary Poppins, for example, they just don't talk about it anymore. <laughs> it's just been I cut. think the time frame to get that accomplished has now passed because... I, but I mean, it still could. I don't know what the concept would be unless they're going to do like. Are they going to do truly do a dark ride of Mary Poppins? Maybe. Mm-mm. A lot of people no? at the end of it thought they cut it down to just a spinner. That's pointless. That shouldn't even. Don't even. Don't if you're going to do that, don't even bother. That's the way right. I see it. So who knows? We don't know. That won't even eat people. It'll what just a, take up space. Right. They always talked about the cocoa overlay but the, again these are like announcements that i would not be excited about they need something big right don't you think i don't know if they, they do a coco overlay that means grand fiesta tour goes right away. that's what i was thinking right or so Encanto is also because lin-manuel mm-hmm. miranda's talked about wanting a bride based on the movie and he pitched it to disney too right didn't he pitch a concept yeah, for it he did so I remember them talking about that. Maybe they'll announce something like that, but again, that seems too early to me to make. It's also, sort of as we've mentioned on one of our previous shows, been rumored that the Swiss Family Treehouse, or not Swiss Family Treehouse, but the Tarzan Treehouse in Disneyland, is that what it's being rethemed to? Is something in Kanto related? Right, that was a rumor. Yeah, from a while back, because they are look like they are doing something to it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I mean, it definitely doesn't need to be Tarzan anymore. It's that's been way overdue. I mean, that was not exactly a, a huge hit. I mean, was it? I mean, maybe no. I'm missing something. I mean, I think, I think the music one didn't it win an Academy Award for like yeah, it was soundtrack. Phil Collins. Phil, Collin. Phil Collins. <laughs> Phil Collins. But it was kind of at the end of the Renaissance era, or maybe even after post Renaissance era film, really, wasn't it? I forgot what the year was. It was around 97, 98. I think it was, no, I think it was... Tar- Wasn't it? 2000 or Maybe 99? it was 99. Yeah, maybe it was 99. Maybe, yeah. Okay, 99. IMDb it was late 90s. 99. It was right after the disappointments that yeah. were... Let's see, what did they... But pretty much anything after Lion King started becoming a disappointment. Started to. I'd say Mulan, though, was right before this one, wasn't it? And Mulan was great. Yeah. Again, it was partially because of its music it had a song that was popular because the singer at the time was popular or was actually that was before she became popular yeah now i think about it because mulan was 98 and then what ended up being didn't 2000 end up being like treasure planet or something like that was atlantis atlantis yeah maybe 
which is a much, no, it might have been a one, but it was a much better film than it originally got. I mean, it didn't do well at the box office, yeah. let's put it that way. So if you look on Wikipedia, <laughs> the timeline for Disney Renaissance starts with Little Mermaid, of course, in 89, ends with Tarzan, 99. It was ninety nine. Okay, so that's which were which were the ones in between? I know Pocahontas was disappointing compared to Lion King, and then there was another one. What was ninety six's film? Was, Hunchback. Yes, that was disappointing in comparison to. Yeah. And see, they thought the reason was because they were taking more serious turns with the stories, and so they went lighthearted with Hercules, and it still didn't take off. Even though yeah, I really Hercules. enjoy Hercules. Yeah, Hercules is pretty good. Mulan, of course, is better. I'd say, of course, the the top of the top or is Lion King, Beauty and the Beast, followed by Aladdin, then actually, Mulan. Actually, no, Aladdin. Or Mermaid. Yeah. Prior to Lion King, Aladdin was the, I mean, the Lion King was just the next year, but prior to then, Aladdin was actually the highest grossing Walt Disney animated film. Really? Mm. Yes. It was. And then, of course, Lion King took that over. Right. Oh, well, yeah, that makes sense. That's what I'm saying. It was like, it was on top for one year. Yes, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Very short period of time because oh, I'm looking. Speaking of box office, worldwide box office, the yeah, Lion King is almost a billion dollars. Still, like to this Aladdin time. was five hundred million. But it was ahead of Beauty and the Beast, was it not? Yeah, Beauty and the Beast was yeah, four forty three. Yeah, see. But Beauty and the Beast was nominated for Best Picture, which was unheard of back then to yeah. have an animated film be Best Picture, which well, didn't win, but. Who knows how the Academy picks what they pick? I mean, they very rarely are in tune with what I like, so that's for sure. So, anyway, I don't know why we got off on that, but that's cool. That was a cool sidebar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's what they consider the Renaissance Mermaid to Tarzan. Yeah, I don't, has anything exceeded Lion King's overall total? Frozen, I think. Ah, uh, uh, Frozen. Well, uh, mostly because of inflation. Uh, maybe, yeah, potentially, but I think Frozen made like a ton of money. I'm sure it did. It was like the comeback movie, I guess, for Walt Disney Pictures. Yeah. At that point in time. Anywho. I think one that was a better film than the box office gave it was also was Princess and the Frog. Yes, definitely a better one. Yeah. Well, let me, let's look through some of these. Rapunzel. Yeah. Rapunzel had to have done well, right? Yeah, the slump is considered ninety nine to two thousand five. The rebound, two thousand five two thousand ten, then continued resurgence. Two thousand five is when the rebound was started. What the heck came out in two thousand five that was so good? <sighs> Nothing I remember. I, I, I Chicken I thought, Little was a hit. I think <laughs> that wasn't a hit. For Disney at that time, it was a hit. <laughs> All right, then. Uh, How come we don't see Chicken Little everywhere? You don't. That's a good point. Why don't we see more Zootopia, especially as big as much money as it made, even though I know most of it was out of this country, but still. I think they label it as such because that's when they bought Pixar. That's when Lassiter came in and started to turn things around. Probably is why they mentioned that. That was at the time period. It sure did take him a while to do a Walt Disney Pictures film. Right. Because Princess and the Frog was his first, was it not? I think that was the first one that he... Because all the others were probably already in the works. Yeah, possibly. Lilo and Stitch was... No, that, well, that wasn't... 
That was Princess, in the slump era. If I'm not mistaken, another unique thing about Princess and the Frog is it uses hand-drawn animation. Yeah, I think that's the last one that ever used hand-drawn. Yeah. Which anyway. is cool. Yeah, Rapunzel. That might be another reason why it took so long. <laughs> yeah, Frozen was the first Disney animated film to hit a billion. Oh, wow. Okay. Lion King was closest, but... Anyway. Well, all right then. The Resurgence era, yeah, a lot of really good ones like Moana, mm-hmm. Big Hero 6, which I loved. Mm-hmm. That one. Zootopia is also a big one. Ralph Breaks the Internet. Or Ralph, Ra- Ralph uh, the original Ralph. one. Wreck It Ralph, yeah. but the second one too. Oh, they're both good, yeah. Mm-hmm. Frozen, those were, of course. Those were all Walt Disney picture ones, so we're not counting the Pixar ones because just. Yeah, I'm just counting Walt Disney. Anyway. Which Pixar had a few good ones in there, too. I don't know. I, again, I still feel like Pixar's past its prime, but we'll see. Yeah, Pixar has slipped. Again, I was like, could it be because of Lester? I mean, you tell, I'm just like I've said before. Yeah. You, you you don't overcome losing someone who started something, pretty much. I mean, think how long it took them to overcome Walt, the loss of Walt <laughs> Disney. Or technically, yeah. the loss of with the loss of Roy, because Roy continued the vision. Took yeah. almost twenty years after Walt died, I would say, before it before, it, before pictures, before the it was Eisner side. that saved it. Yeah, yeah. In between, the entertainment, entertainment side was lackluster. It had a couple of hits here and there. Yeah, but overall, Nothing it was pretty great. lackluster. Yeah. Nothing great. So I mean, when anytime you lose the the main influence of something, it can make a difference, especially when it's sudden and they didn't have somebody like groomed. You know. Mm-hmm. There's Although no some, clear leader at Pixar right now. I mean, there's yeah. several good, very, very good. Yeah, I guess you would but, say, what was it? Pete Doctor was the most notable one that was still there. But some have moved on. Yeah. Some are still there, but there's no clear, like, this is the guy, like Lasseter was, or... Or know. the girl. Yeah, I'm just saying Lasseter was the clear, like, he's the guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Kathleen Kennedy is the person for... Lucasfilm, whether you like it or not. Um. Yeah, she's been inconsistent, we'll say that. Because remember, we, she had her hands in Obi-Wan, and we kind of held her breath there, but it turned out okay. Yeah. Right, Obi-Wan overall turned was out good. Well. Yeah. I, you know, could have been better, but overall it was actually really good. So They just need to it. get back to, I mean, gosh, they they try way too hard with the movies. They just need to relax and do what they've done with Mandalorian and Obi-Wan. You know what I mean? They just really try too hard with the movies. And it needs to have consistent writers. That's the biggest thing that's that helped with those series versus the films. Well, what we've learned is they need Favreau and Filoni, Dave Filoni. There you go. To do another movie, I think. And then I'm sure a day will come, there will come when I was like, ah, Favreau, he's using the same old Clint Eastwood stuff every time. <laughs> That's what was eventually you say that. <laughs> right. There are some obvious comparisons to Westerns in yeah. uh, Mandalorian in, in particular, but it's like... But it works. That's the thing. Most of the time. Sometimes there's some that are like, okay, this is not the Wild West, guys. This is Star Wars, but... It, is, it did become the Wild West. a little too far. The Empire is gone. There's no real... Uh, I mean, it's, no it's, it's chaos. But chaos. it's a little too, like, exact copy of western you know old westerns 
Speaking of, have you watched any of the one about ILM, that documentary? That's one thing I've watched. I've watched like four episodes of that. It's, have you? It's pretty good. Is it? I, I have not. About the only thing I've watched on TV lately is I'm really interested in the wrapping up of Better Call Saul. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so. yes. I haven't done that yet. But it just talks about the formation of ILM and how it started and then how it sort of evolved and who's a lot of interesting people have worked there and over the years, I'm into like the late '80s, not quite to Jurassic Park yet, which or Terminator 2. Those were mm-hmm. kind of the big ones of the that really put the CGI stuff on the map. But yeah, Terminator 2 is definitely a landmark one. Yeah, but it's so far it's actually pretty interesting. I think it could have been done somewhat better, but it's overall pretty cool. Some different things. I I've watched that one, the making of the Star Wars films. And they talk a lot about the special effects. Which at the time, you didn't really focus too much on how good the special effects were, even though for the time period, they were actually quite good, yeah. if you think about it. here, did, Was it you that was saying Raiders, for example, didn't hold up? Raiders? Was it you? Who was saying that? Like the ending of Raiders? Well, were we was, talking about that? There was a part of it. I think, uh, what was it? The, the melting um, faces. Yeah, the melting faces didn't really. I mean, that, that's obviously claymation type stuff. But I mean, it's, it's, one, it's one of those things that you just accept it, right? Yeah. with it like the films that really stand out now to me if you go back and watch something that you haven't seen for a long time like a slasher film like nightmare on elm street that stuff is like pretty bad when it yeah. was compared to what it can what they can do now i was talking about this the other day too the original terminator oh yeah the it's, stop it's, motion at the end was so obviously it was just so badly oh, it was it was terrible 30 years ago yeah i mean you know whenever terminator 2 came out and you're watching the original you're like eh yeah but again, the, the original movie gets a lot of credit for its story. Right, groundbreaking story, or original story, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. So here's a question. What do you want Disney World to look like in five years, or whatever? <laughs> when The next five years, we talk about. So what did it look like five years ago? Yeah, No Galaxy's Edge. A right. Great movie ride. Had just closed, maybe or maybe it was about to close when we started the podcast. Yeah, it might have been. Let me look that up. Because we did a story or a show on that, too. I'll have to find that one. It was an early on show. I, know that I think that might have been the second episode. Let me look. Might have been. It was <laughs> yeah. early. It was in the first five episodes. I know that much. Hollywood Studios was in disarray five years ago, pretty much. Yeah, they had like three rides <laughs> when yeah. they started closing crap. I think it was four. Four rides. It had four rides for a while. By the way, episode four was great movie, right? Okay. So there you go. And within the first five episodes, like I said. Gosh, it went from being a mess, like construction-wise, to a mess people-wise and wait time-wise. So it just changed the mess, pretty much, (laughs) did the studios. So speaking of, we're coming up on the five-year anniversary of Great Movie Ride being closed because August 13th, 2017 Hmm. was when it closed. Hmm. And it opened 33 years ago then. Yeah. Already. May 1st, yeah, of course. One of the two opening day attractions. I still love this ride a lot. Uh, it, mm-hmm. A lot of fond memories, even when it closed. I think the last time I rode Great Movie Ride, it was probably the same year, but it may have been very early on. I don't remember. I think the last time I ended up riding it was in 15, I think. may have been the year prior. I don't know. Could have been the year prior. I, I know I did it in 15. I don't think I did it in 16. I could be wrong. I may have done it in 16, too. But I know I didn't do it in 17. 
Yeah, August 13th. Because 17, cause 17, I didn't go until December, and I went on a land and sea type deal in 17. Whereas in six, 16, I stayed at Polly. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That may have been the time I wrote it last. Anyway, one thing I hope is different five years from now is I hope that Genie Plus works better or is free again. Or is replaced. Right. No, but hopefully it works better than it does today, although it's starting to get better. They just need modify, as I've said. Well, we had some good news on that and that they're going to continue with the just one lightning lane. Right. Individual lightning lane. Yeah. Good Um, change. Yep. That was a good change. We we praised that change when it happened. We're glad it's kind of been extended at the very least. I think it works better. It gives Genie Plus, the regular Genie Plus, a little bit better value, and I think that's exactly. good for their image. Add some more to the Genie Plus pool. Right. Mm-hmm. So I remember we when we talked about this, we were like, yep, this is great. I'm glad they actually did that. It does make the most sense. Like two individuals per park seems outrageous because just take whatever parts... your latest ride is give that <laughs> right. on the give it the individual exactly right so obviously tron would get it and then that would make mind train regular disney plus where it would actually be you know nice right nice to have it in there versus tipping it would actually help even out some of the big rides there because that would be a thing about that get yeah a lot of people would be jumping on that one yeah, I still probably wouldn't be jumping on it very big, but... Yeah, I wouldn't either. Even though I've paid for an individual, like you said. Yep, I've done it, but I don't want to keep... Well, and this last time I did it uh, at the end of the night, and my weight was acceptable. So, okay. if I'm going to do that, I don't think I'd pay for it at all, right? Right. So. It makes sense to keep Guardians at Epcot, Rise at Studios, and Flight of Passage, of course, makes sense, I'm going to say, yeah, uh, Rise will continue to be that one at the studios until they just decide to make the next e-ticket attraction, apparently, that they're going to add there to go with all their other five other e-tickets that they have there. I feel like they need it on individual every day just because it breaks down so much. <laughs> don't You can always sell less of those. Right. Maybe they should do a refresh of the stunt show. At least that would be a people eater for a while. Uh yeah, I mean I think a, I think a decent amount of people still come to it. But what I mean is, if you change the show, you would probably have more people wanting to see it at least for a little while, and that would definitely eat some people in Hollywood Studios. Although I have to say, I like the fact that they have some, you know, a lot of raiders. You mean all raiders? Right, I guess I should say. But I'm just saying that is the best one. I've thought about this recently since we were ranking things last week. I'm like. The indie films, for a while there, I would say Crusade was my favorite, but I think really? I'm back to Raiders now. I think Raiders is, that is almost a perfect movie. Well, see, Crusade was made in, like, it has shades of Raiders. It's, like, made similar right. to Raiders. It is. It was made to, because Temple was so different and dark that... And didn't do as well. And Yeah, for that reason. Even though I still like Temple. I was thinking that too. Like I still do like it. There's a lot of really good moments in it and but, lines. But but as we pointed out, whenever we said if they changed the stunt show, they couldn't just totally go all the way away from Raiders and do just the other films because their films don't really have enough stunts that you can actually pull off exactly. on a stage. So I'm just trying thinking off the top of my head what one stunt and not even even one could you really truly pull off in Temple. I was, the only thing is 
it would be really hard to pull off with the minecar chase where he jumps on it's mostly cgi well it's not cgi whatever special effects you want to call that back then right and who would want to watch a minecar chase <laughs> every time i saw that i was like that would be more of an attraction you can make it yeah exactly which they kind of did not the idea I had. I had the idea of having it an indoor, like with the making it look like there was lava and stuff. You yeah. know, that was my idea. With projections, you could do it all with projections now. <laughs> yeah, you can definitely make it look good now. But nowadays, there's no reason to build it. That would be a good ride for the Indiana Jones Land that they're going to build. I know. Maybe they can make an interactive Indiana Jones attraction, one where you actually do something like, uh, like when you're and trying to go through the three three challenges. Yeah. Oh, that would be cool. Don't you think that would be a good idea? See, I should work for I should work for Disney. Jehovah? Jay. And then you fall through the floor. <laughs> I don't know if you go that extreme. <laughs> but you could do something that's fun. You could try it. I mean, you're not going to try to cut their heads off either. Do you penitent, leap from... Penitent. Yeah. Yeah, that would that'd be a good way to get rid of these guests that keep fighting at Disney. Like, send them to the challenge thing and... You know what? You know what I've always wondered about that last challenge on there. All right, it says take a leap of faith from the lion's head, right? Like, how do you fail that if you just because all he did was go straight forward? So how does anyone fail that? Truthfully, I guess maybe people try to jump because obviously there's a path there. I mean, is some people because they didn't have true faith when they did it, they well, still they, step straight forward and fell through? I mean, that doesn't. Well, they wouldn't have stepped at all if they didn't believe there was something there to catch them, right? Well, I guess, but the picture and, and the grail and everything showed a bunch of people falling to the wayside. That's true. Maybe some people tried to jump and they landed and like slipped off of the bridge. Maybe. Maybe they thought they could just hey, this is. They just started walking to the sides. They didn't do it very. It wasn't. Didn't know it was a narrow path. Was like, <laughs> right. Exactly. Didn't know you could walk straight across. They tried to walk at an angle. Yeah. That's <laughs> not gonna work. I don't know why you do that. I mean, because obviously after he got across, all he did was throw rocks or gravel or whatever on it. Like, that was supposed to help a whole lot. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I have to say, that's one of the most, that CG shot or whatever you want to call it, is one that I'm like, do they want me to know see that, that it's a bridge? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Because when they turn the camera angle, like, you can see it. Right. It's like, is it just a bad effect? Or are they trying to... Are they trying to make me think it looks invisible, but I can clearly see it? Like, yeah, I don't. I've, al I've always taken it as they're trying to show you there really is a path, but and it's just an optical think. illusion. Right, but I can't help but think this is a bad special effect. Then again, there's probably not too many people that got to that point. I mean, let's be honest. Okay, yes. <laughs> I thought you meant like people watching the movie. I'm no, like, no, no, it's I a mean, good like, movie. And oh. that if if they were talking about really people trying to right. go through these challenges, it's probably not, probably the majority of them. That's why there's a huge stack of heads off to the side after the first yeah, nobody, challenge. Right, nobody made it past that because the <laughs> night was like, oh, I, I knew you'd come eventually, but it took me 400 years to show up. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> nobody showed up between then. There was a lot of decapitations in that yeah. cave. What does he do when he hears that? He's just like, oh, all right, another one. He just sat there and was like, oh, another guy got his head cut off. Well, does he even, what, does he have a camera? <laughs> He's it? in a cave. It's in the same cave. Like, oh. Wouldn't the odor eventually get there? Like the uh, decaying bodies? Like, oh, he seemed like he was it. a really long way away. He did very well, though, to, by the way, to make it all the way to the front where they were, especially as long as he's been there. What he did this eat. guy eat for four He didn't years? have to. He just kept drinking the water. 
Uh, I guess that's so it kept him alive. Mm-hmm. So he didn't have like a break room in the back of that cave. <laughs> yeah, because apparently the theory is the reason why Henry died is because you have to continue drinking from the water, from you know, yeah. drinking from the the water in there from the cup. So can't just drink it one time. Since Elsa lost it, so that's why he was like, "Don't." cross the seal because i need my cup back i'm gonna drink it today <laughs> tomorrow because i'm 400 years old so <laughs> that guy like just killed over then that's why he looks so mad when he waved at indy at the end he's like dang it you son of a you how am i gonna get it <laughs> he's the bottom of this cave he's pretty much has just existed all this time but he says his strength has left him so obviously it doesn't give you like, it doesn't rejuvenate you, really. It doesn't regenerate no, you. It just, it just keeps, keeps you alive. You alive. <laughs> I mean, I was like, okay. Wow. So it's like the dark side. Your hatred keeps you alive. I guess. Yeah, yeah. And this is like, the grail just keeps you alive. I guess. It doesn't do anything else. It just keeps you alive. Pretty much. It has healing capabilities. Right. Oh, wait a minute. See, that doesn't make any sense, right? It helped heal Henry, but why wouldn't it rege- regenerate his strength? Why wouldn't it, exactly. why wouldn't it rejuvenate point. him? Maybe because you can't drink water into a, directly into your muscles. I don't know. I, <laughs> drink it into your muscles. What? <laughs> to strengthen them. Maybe. Oh. Maybe you would have to pour them. Like he could pour it on his skin, and it would keep his skin from decaying. But I just thought of this, and this is not really a good transition at all. But something we need to mention before we wrap up here is that Pat Carroll passed away, which most would know as the voice of Ursula. Yes. Or you may not know that was the voice of Ursula, but that was the voice of Ursula, and she passed away. You know, there was a time period there when I thought she passed away a while back, and then I get, oh, she's alive. And then now I really did learn of her passing. Right, that was this past weekend. Yep. Another Disney legend. And, of course, all the the mainstream headlines were like, Disney's, you know, Little Mermaid star dies. Oh, yeah. You're like, wait, what, is Jodie Benson okay? What happened to Jodie, yeah. Right. Yeah, and she's actually Quick still bait. voiced Ursula in a lot of stuff right on up until the end. Anytime they used her, pretty much, it was her See, voice. That's what you like about right. people who do the actual voice. Like, Larry the Cable Guy does the Mater's Junkyard Jamboree. At, he sings the songs. Like, he literally does the entire attraction. And that's rare for the voice actor to actually do all of the attraction, like, you know. Yeah. There's a lot of dialogue for that. Well, don't both he and Owen Wilson do Radiator Springs? Right? Actually, I think all the voice actors do Radiator Springs. Maybe. Racers, I'd have to listen again to see. I don't remember it being Owen Wilson, but it could have been. Well, I mean, they would only have they would only have a small fraction of their time that they would take to do the voices that were to do the lines. You would think more more would do it, but they don't. Yeah, but I mean, like Buzz and 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 Buzz Lightyear are one of the ones you complain about. I mean, he has a lot yeah. of dialogue. Right, but don't you think Tim Allen would do that? Like, he seems like the kind of guy that would be like, yeah, I would do it. but If he had the time, when they needed it. He's got the time. And you say it's not Tom Hanks at the beginning of Toy Story Land? No, it's definitely not Tom Hanks. But again, I can understand <laughs> Tom Hanks. Like, he's Tom Hanks. Yeah, but what's he doing lately? He's probably See? doing stuff. But he's Tom Hanks. Like, you would think, you know, okay, stop. this guy's still busy, right? Okay. He's in you that know. terrible Elvis movie, right? Terrible? You've heard it's terrible? Yeah, I've heard it's terrible, but I haven't watched it. I'm still going to watch it. Well, has your mom watched it? Speaking of Elvis. Is it available where she can watch no. it? No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> good point. I don't know how she gets her content. Yeah. 
I don't. She watches it over here, or uh, that's what I'm saying. She, she, she uses it? YouTube and stuff like that nowadays. Well, yeah, she watches Josh and Jenna. The stuff she's talked about watching television-wise lately is whatever's on Pluto TV, actually, because there's some apparently some old, old cartoons. Stuff on there. That's what yeah. I, yeah. Is that on cable or is it a no? It's streaming. A, it's a streaming. One of those free streaming ones. Oh, I see. Yeah, they have some free streaming services that actually so occasionally occasionally have some decent stuff for you know nothing really all that new. Is it on Roku? You can find it on Roku. Yeah. Well, okay. Maybe I'll look it up. All right. That was this was the all over the place episode, but it, it worked, I think was. it worked out. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, we'll it's find out in editing. It's five years. Five years from now, we'll I fix think it I in was post. Oh. Exactly. Five years from now, are we still going to be doing this? <laughs> traveling. Good question. With are we still going to be doing traveling with the mouse? It's going to be the number one podcast in five years. Mark if we, my words. If we just uh, stick to our guns and we, you know, hold out, we might actually be a big shot one day. We'll outlast all these others. Yes. It's going to outlast and it's going to outwit and it's going to outplay all the other podcasts. <laughs> well, Survivor's okay. still around. Even though I haven't It really will survive. It. You know, and podcasting, we'll podcasts have become a, like, they've had a resurgence, I guess. You know, when they first oh, came yeah. out, they were big, and now in the last however many years, they've become a big deal again. Do Let's we have anything wrap. else we should do before we wrap this up? No. Other than hope Ex- to see you in another five years? Yes. See you in five <laughs> years. That's what I'll say. I'll see you in five more we'll years. We'll see you on your trip in five years. All right. You can find us on the interweb, travelingwithamouse.com. And our email address is podcast at travelingwithamouse.com. If you want help, our travel agent friend is Jill Dilbeck, and her email address is jilldilbeck at gmail.com. We can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That is all at TWTM Podcast. We have a Spreadshirt store in which you can get your exclusive TWTM merchandise. That is shop.spreadshirt.com slash TWTM Podcast. And there is also a YouTube channel out there you're just going to look for or search for. TWTM podcast and you should find us or the links on the website on That's the desktop version that too anyway. um, oh it's only on the desktop version <laughs> no it's on the it's on the mobile version too but you gotta see it anyway so for John my name is Adam we will see you on your next trip in five years is that how it goes if you go in the next five years yeah see for some people five. it might be once every five years that they go Could be. See you in five. Mm -hmm.